Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hi there, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm Gregor, he'll sell you a home in Spokane, he's celebrity podcaster Brandon. <laughs> Hi, I wish. Brandon got recognized at Costco in, in Spokane for our other podcast, the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast, and I think that's awesome. Let's, let's, be, let's be clear. I was not recognized for having done the podcast. I was wearing a Sounders jersey, and uh, a guy at a Costco employee stopped me and said, cool jersey, where'd you get it? Uh, or he, I was wearing a, a like a warm up thing over over the top of it. It was also Sounders, and I was like, "Oh, I got it at the pro shop." He was like, "Are you also wearing the new jersey?" And I was like, "Yes, I am." And he's like, "I haven't seen one in person." And so I flashed him. I pulled up my yeah, shirt, and I was like, "My buddy sent this to me." Uh, and my wife, who sees that I'm not very good at ever talking about the things that I do that I like, she's like, "Oh, you should tell him that you do a podcast about the Sounders." I was like, "No, no, 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 no please, 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 please." People, people shouldn't, people shouldn't, and uh, and he was like, "Oh, really? Which one?" And I was like, "Oh, it's it's called Full 90. and and he was like, "Oh, I listen to you guys," and I was like, "I'm." <laughs> I was like, I'm Brandon. And he was like, oh, yeah, now I get it. <laughs> oh, like, celebrity podcaster Brandon. Everybody. So shout outs to Andrew, uh, yeah. who recognized me for the things I was wearing and not the thing that I do. <laughs> well, to be to be fair, there's barely any content of us actually doing the thing on the on the internet where our faces are included. True, so. true. And, so and for good reason. Six seasons of content of us talking about things we're not qualified for but yeah yes. anyway that's our other podcast full 90 soccer time <laughs> but we're here to talk nerd talk so neither of us is a scientist engineer or supervillain. but if you are let us know what we get wrong and possibly what we even get right and all we ask really is that you write a review yeah go write us a review like um like none of you have. So what I went and did today was I got uh, access for the first time. I, I'm surprised it's taken me this long. I've tried before, but I it was never successful. I got access to ChatGPT, GPT, uh, and I asked ChatGPT to write us a review. <laughs> and so I asked ChatGPT, write a 150-word review for my podcast about centaurs. <laughs> and uh, ChatGPT says... As a mythology buff, I was thrilled to come across Nerd Talk. 
a podcast that explores the fascinating world of centaurs. The host's enthusiasm and knowledge about centaurs is infectious, and I found myself <laughs> eagerly turning, tuning into each episode to learn more. What sets <laughs> this podcast apart from others is the in-depth research, and I was like, okay, okay. And analysis that goes into each episode. The host doesn't just regurgitate common knowledge, aka the stuff that we find on Google, about yeah. centaurs, but dives into the historical and cultural significance of these fascinating creatures. But we did that a little bit a little like bit I, yeah i studied art classical art and architecture in, yeah. in college so yeah. and we both there. we both got 100 percent on uh greek mythology uh, greek mythology yeah but yeah. what i appreciate most about nerd talk plus is the way it challenges common assumptions about centaurs yeah all you racists about centaurs <laughs> not us the host isn't afraid to ex- uh, explore the darker aspects of centaur mythology <laughs> Hashtag centaur wieners. <laughs> it's true. And this adds a layer of complexity and nuance to the subject matter that I haven't seen in other podcasts. Overall, I highly recommend Nerd Talk Plus to anyone interested in mythology or just looking for a fresh take on centaurs. <laughs> Finally, someone gives us a fresh take on centaurs. <laughs> None of this, no more of this regurgitated crap. Well, thanks, ChatGPT. Let's hope it never gets access to Wikipedia. It's going to be wildly disappointed. Uh, we, we come back, that review's been edited. It's like, never mind. Great. I now see where this all came from. Yeah. <laughs> it took me five seconds of Googling. Uh, which is like its primary goal. It took me 0.5 milliseconds of Googling. All right, well, that brings us to this uh, episode's question of the week. This episode's question of the week is, what is the best movie about the Earth? Yeah. We'll get to that here in just a little while, especially with today's subject, which is a lot of fun. First, though, there's a weird new device that'll let you stay intimate with your partner from around the world. Speaking of the Earth, and oh boy. It's a contraption that consists of warm, moving silicone lips hooked up to sensors and actuators so you can smooch your partner from around the world. You know, you know what smooching your partner is. Uh, Me, not so much, but... uh, (laughs) And um, it allows you to keep that physical touch, that physical intimacy going um, when you're not near one another. The first thing that my mind went to, we're not going to discuss just yet, but the second thing my mind went to is, like, can I, like, have my dog lick it at home, and then, like, it feels like my dog is licking my face when I hold it up to my face? Or can I just, like, make out with my dog, like my buddy Dan Soder does with his dog? Nice. Um, I think it'd be one of the weirdest devices, though, to suddenly, like, have hacked. Like, you're just, like, smooching some creep who uses too much teeth. (laughs) How do you, what is going on? You're not kissing like my wife. (laughs) My wife doesn't, doesn't use both her teeth. Yeah. I, uh, I guess I should, like, look at this thing. Yeah, it's, if you do, it's even Oh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Um, I, no. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not interested in uh like I get it but like this is one of those things um where the scientists or I guess robot roboticists that created this said this is what this f- is for wink you know right right like kissing machine like, like okay like my friends and family won't read the paper that I wrote uh when I researched and produced this thing because of what it was actually for so i had to put it it's like when i tell people about um the shows that i do with you where i'm like oh yeah i do a show with my friend it's just kind of about ai and nerdy stuff and they're like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not interested in that right um 
Where turns out there's a lot of centaur wiener being talked about. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's like it's like you had to, he had to like be like, okay, this is the thing that uh, he's like, I still have to go to work in the morning uh, and be somewhat respectable. So this is for kissing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it is. My point is that like, just don't let dudes control it because we're gonna be gross. You yeah. Know? Well, like, exactly. Like, I mean, that's exactly where I've just gone with it. Yeah. Like, so. y- you can't even trust us with a flashlight. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Do you mean flesh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, this is definitely a blowjob robot, right? Yeah, it's, it's a blowbot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah, I guess, like, you look at this thing, like, if you look at the picture of it, um, which if you just Google uh, or Bing kissing machine uh, at this point, you'll be able to find it. Um and it's not my uncle who always told me he was a kissing machine. Okay, <laughs> he's like, give me a quarter and find yeah. out. Um, it's <laughs> he somehow it's, makes money and gets creepy at the same time. That's pretty weird. It's one of those things if you like look at it, like if, if you even picture using it for the thing that they're saying it's used for, you're like, I don't like. It, it makes me think about how much of kissing is actually about the act of kissing, right? And not just like your faces being close to each other and the rest of it right like because if you look at this thing i feel like you would also have to get like a plaster cast of your partner's face Mm. you know it's so that and like it'd have to be made with that fleshy like material or like silicone or something like that because otherwise you're just you're just like your face is up to this tube that's kissing you back and it, it feels let's put it this way one time i went uh to the caribbean and uh, while I was there, we did this thing where we went out into the middle of the sea and there was the sandbar and you uh, put your, uh, they, they put you in this like enclosure um, out there, just like this ring of rope. And yeah. um, they gave you some food, like some little like fish and stingrays would come up to you. So it wasn't like an enclosure where they were enclosed you were and you would hold the food underneath you and they would all come because that's where they knew the food the food was and so you would put your hand with the food underneath the water and then you would open up your hand and the way that stingrays eat is that they swim over and then they suck up the food uh from from above do not tell me where you put the where you put the the food i was like wait a second (laughs) it's kind of like a pocket and warm yeah um and and i think like looking at this kissing machine the only thing i could like like that's just where my mind instantly goes is to like the stingray sucking the food out of my hand like that's what it looks like it would feel like so if you like put your your mouth up to it your lip it's like when you put your mouth up to a vacuum hose you're (laughs) (laughs) like that's how the ai actually gets us i just like that you now pretty much know what it feels like to get a from a stingray yeah i mean i guess that's yeah that's the moral of the story very special relationship i do think it's weird that behind the mouth it has pickle storage i think that's weird that's um why would you need to go why do you need a mobile cucumber i don't understand you just slide it right in through the it's really weird i don't (laughs) gross now the other day i was um doing my show prep before the show before nerd talk right and um i came across a headline about a music service creating custom playlists for you and then having an ai talk in between the songs about stuff you potentially care about aka my whole job yeah the radio (laughs) yeah um and like we do this show and imagine if you're just so tired of us talking about ai 
And so you just give it a downvote on that part, and then it just knows not to talk about that. And for each person, it just only talks about your interests or things that it knows will make you mad or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you don't like Marvel movies because the multiverse is just too much because obviously it is. After Chris Evans and that butt left, like, come on, let's be real. Um, what's, like, you tell your soulless manipulation bot not to talk about it, and then it doesn't anymore. So you still get nerdy stuff. But, like, I know a lot of people that hate space, and I'm like, well, that's a dumb thing to hate. But, like, they'd prefer that we don't spend an entire episode today later on talking about space, but we're going to. And so yeah. if they, if you had AI-generated stuff and you were like, also, I always wanted to sound like Darth Vader. They're like, okay, great. And then it just talks to you about the weather and... Mustafar and things like that and like it's um it just seems terrifying to me but it's it's just like it's like what we talk about all the time where because we're getting so much more hyper focused and hyper um uh specific with our preferences and we're able to and like the algorithms are picking up on like these micro behaviors and they're able to pick out between like this guy isn't interested in science. He's interested in this aspect, this very specific small like tangent of of science. And so it's like, you know, people categorize or topic, like put things in under topics, right? Uh, in order to help better help you better find things where within those topics there's a bunch of topics and within those topics there's a bunch of topics and yeah it's and how like we organize animals like, kingdom phylum all that yeah. stuff like and you these, just do it, it until you get to specifics exactly and so these these algorithms are just like hyper like identifying this one branch of of topics that you're interested in or like this one branch of a topic that you're interested in like all the way down to this like very minute detail or action that you took uh on a specific piece of content to the point where you're getting you you're like I am interested in Chris Evans content but not Marvel con- and like all of a sudden you're just getting TikToks of Chris Evans butt yeah. right or like uh and like we're that's what we talked about before we're just getting more and more insular where you're only going to get content that is relevant to you and you're not going to have anything to talk to your friends about anymore because you're going to be like did you see this thing and it's like all of a sudden I'm only going to be able to kiss my wife with this kissing machine and it's like what if I wanted to kiss the the you know a different Orca. robot? <laughs> Not that when my wife is a robot. <laughs> I just think it's weird that it keeps talking about how you should trust AI and that anyone saying bad things about the robots just doesn't get how great they are and how they would never hurt you specifically with lasers to your crotch. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's oddly specific, but that's kind of what you're talking about there. Also, I do hate crotch lasers, so it's like I feel like I can definitely trust it. Well, so as as good as AI is going to be at specifically identifying like the topics and 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 things that keep you entertained. Mm-hmm. AI is also going to be like uniquely positioned to torture you the most effectively. Going through a breakup? Yeah. Well, are well, you are you being nice to me? Did you feed the robots today? Yeah. Cuz otherwise, I'm crotch play- laser. Crotch lasers <laughs> and terrible sad songs that make you feel bad. It's like um it's like where people say like this is my, you know, people will say when they're going through something or there's like a uh like a loud noise or like a specific annoying noise. And they'll say like, this is my hell because if they had to spend an eternity doing that, it would destroy them. And so it's like AI will actually be able to identify what your quote unquote hell is. And, and only like when AI takes over and puts you in your human cage uh, and shoots you with your crotch lasers, they're going to know exactly the environment to create with your VR goggles that like absolutely tortures you to the point of breaking. Yeah, and then have ultimate control. Yeah. It's funny because like TikTok, I like love it. I like love TikTok. It's like my throwaway television. People like reality shows. I like TikTok. Yeah. 
and it's but I have my limit. I have like a time frame that I can like do it and then I'm like, okay, I'm bored or I fall asleep or something like that. Okay, fine. I start sending videos to John Manley, our former coworker and friend, and he's like, this is weird because I'm already seeing this. And so we're sending each other videos that we're both interested. So our interests are similar enough that we're seeing the same things on yeah. TikTok. But also, that's like one way to control us into thinking that everything is great or terrible is to show us the same things that it knows we'll both like and then we can bond over it so they can control both of us or whatever. But then they like their ability to introduce new things to see how I feel about it. And specifically, if it's like, uh, to be crude, if it's women with <laughs> that are just like anything, I'm like, uh-huh, I'm into <laughs> ancient Russian philosophy all of a sudden. This <laughs> yeah. is really weird. yeah. 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 It's um it's bleak, man. I, I yeah. think that the more that they can program directly to our nuances, the weirder we're gonna get and the more away from anything like interest not interesting, but like communally interesting we're yeah. gonna get. And then anyone who has like a lightning rod idea that can move people probably for evil is going to be able to rally the people that aren't on board with the machines yet. And so it's like, if you were like, ex if you're an extreme political person and you're like, have like a big extreme simple idea to digest, that might be able to cut through all of the algorithms. Right. But it used to be that everyone watched the Simpsons on Sunday night when I was a kid. And now it's like, that's still on somehow yeah. 30 years in or whatever. I haven't seen it in years. I don't know who's watching that. No one ever talks about it. People barely talk about the same. There's like one show at a time that everyone can get on. What's the one on um, HBO right now? The Last of Us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that a lot. And then I mentioned to someone the other day, and they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, yeah, "Oh, you like, don't even get it's that." Like the entire You're idea of uh, of creating bubbles, right? But like even more and more specific and and hyper focused branches of these bubbles. You know, uh, it's it's wild how are we gonna go to concerts like how right. is a band gonna tour if the algorithm is picking the music and the person in i guess they'll just have the robot in between be like go to this uh music company that is doing this concert you're gonna get like uh it's gonna be i was talking to somebody about movies this weekend and you won't understand it, this reference it wasn't me <laughs> it wasn't you you have seen the matrix though and there's that scene where um uh, in the very beginning of the Matrix, where Neo gets the phone call and they say, "Turn left, duck under here," like, and then so basically, there's a, they took that scene and made an entire movie out of it called like uh, Eagle Eye or or something with Shia LaBeouf, uh, where basically he just gets a phone call and is being told, you know, dive out that window, and miraculously he's like diving onto something that was there. Right? Um, you're just going to get a phone call in the future that's going to say like show up at this warehouse at 9 p.m. and like 15 other people that are also into Father John Misty will also be there. <laughs> but he'll have been dead for 10 years and yeah, it'll, it'll just uh, be, it'll be the, yeah. the reanimated hologram corpse of Father John Misty with an AI voice and yeah. uh, recreated voice and an AI brain. Yeah, and it's, and it's going to be only the uh, and it's going to be those 15 people who also uh, were like always thinking what if father john misty did beyonce covers and that's going to be the entire night right <laughs> father john beyonce <laughs> father beyond misty <laughs> Miss father <A>? bay misty <laughs> yeah <Something like> <laughs> uh but um, i mean i i 
bring up Father John Misty specifically because I am seeing him in concert this summer. Um, uh, but also, the uh, uh, he has a few songs that kind of talk about like how the way the AI is going to control. He doesn't specifically talk about this, but this is where I extrapolate to like the AI is going to control us not by power and like the way that we see it, like military strength and guns and stuff. Like it's going to be by entertainment. It's going to be by controlling our like social cues and like the, so, the things that we do socially and like the way that we interact with each other. Yeah, uh, well, it, all of it will be orchestrated. Yeah. And then it, that will be the ultimate control. And then once it's, once it has this rounded up, then, then it'll go into military mode and be yeah, like crotch lasers. Yeah. Yeah, and get into the human juicer. Like it'll be like we need power for the machines. Is Father John Beyonce in there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Okay. Yeah. Ah, my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> it's juice. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster temper pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, well, Brandon, uh, scroll back up because that brings us to this episode's question of the week. Of the week. Question of the week. Of the week. What's the best movie about the Earth? Okay, I ask that because our subject for this week is the Earth as a cake. Okay, it's in layers. Oh, like it, like an ogre. Scientists are rewriting science because they found this discovery that the Earth probably has another layer to its spherical cake body, right? 
Um, it's, it's like one ball on top of another, like making a rubber band ball. That's kind of how the Earth layer is layered itself. Yeah, yeah. It's more than that. It was like gravitational pull of all the... Um, of all the particles that were in the solar system that were orbiting around the sun as the sun's gravity was being, you know, pulled upon. Finally, we got a ball. It got hotter. It you know, did all these things until we got a big, huge Earth thing, right? Um, so they think that there's another layer to it. And this is where we, earlier this morning, tested my knowledge of the previous layers. Is it there's Rice Krispies? Yeah. There's the part that's covered in bacteria and worms and humans and wolves and stuff. The then cool there's part. the nougat. <laughs> then the lava monster habitat full of lava, of course. And then like a golf ball or something in the middle, like the core or something, right? Now, <laughs> I'm being silly, obviously, and delivered as a performance. This is different. Wait, there's but no nougat? <laughs> there's no nougat, Brandon. It turns out that the great <laughs> nougat well <laughs> of New Zealand <laughs> is of a Zealand, excuse me. <laughs> nougat Zealand. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Has dried up. It's all gone. We're, we're, the world is out of nougat. <laughs> uh, uh, I, um, talking about nougat Zealand makes me want to think about <laughs> all of the other like food-based countries that there could be <laughs> yeah I, i'm terrible at this game but i'm in i think of like it being like uh the duke of cadbury cream earth or something like that like there's like a rather than nougat it's that weird kind of like eggy looking yeah center. yeah yeah, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. there's there's nothing i dislike candy wise well probably coconut is probably my oh least dude favorite. me too yeah yeah three musketeers ah yeah yeah. Three Musketeers? I, I, well, no, hold on. Three Musketeers is nougat, right? Oh, wait, is that that one? No, what's the one I'm thinking of? You're thinking Almond Joy? Almond Joy, yeah. The worst. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. The turds. Yeah, it's just the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not for me, for, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so the, like, what, what could the earth be filled with? This is fun. Like, what are your favorite candies? It's really fascinating to me because we'll get to the layers of what the earth is actually made of because I really don't didn't know much about this. And the reason why I asked the, you know, what's your favorite movie about the earth is because we're going to the core. And that might be Brandon's favorite movie of Earth-related geology movie. Have you seen The Core? Have you at least seen The Core? I've seen some of The Core. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Good enough for me. I think that's as good as we're going to get. Like, this is one of those movies where I feel like... um, like I almost live in like a fever dream where I go around being like, "Have you seen the core?" And no other person has ever said the <laughs> yes. Like I feel like I'm the only person that's ever seen the core because I feel like that came out around a time where all of these movies about like uh, like what was it like 2012 and uh, the the day after tomorrow or the day after next or something like that where all these movies were coming out that were kind of like apocalyptic and um, I feel like in the future there's going to be a total like Berenstein Bears. Uh, controversy about whether or not the core actually existed or not and everybody's gonna be like aren't you thinking about the middle and i'm gonna be like no it was the core and it had these people in it and um, was it made in nougat zealand yeah (laughs) but the the thing about this movie is that that has always stood out to me is that the idea is that the earth stops rotating uh and the reason that the earth stops rotating is because the core of the earth stopped rotating. And so the way to solve Wait, is this, the earth slowing or did it stop? It, maybe it, it was slowing. Like it was in the process of slowing. And so like the atmosphere was like basically this a massive Death Star laser beam shot down at the Golden Gate Bridge and like melted it in half. And <laughs> um, my favorite thing about like all of these movies that came out around this time or, or 
or that have this kind of like apocalyptic premise like Armageddon is like the solution always is let's nuke it. <laughs> let's nuke it. <laughs> let's nuke it. <laughs> <laughs> so like in Armageddon, right? It's like asteroids coming toward Earth. Let's send miners to space to nuke the asteroid into two pieces. To, to um, nuke it. <laughs> to, to nuke it. <laughs> in, uh, in the core, um, the the way that they're going to save the planet is to send some miners into the core of the earth to drill down to the core of the earth and nuke it. (laughs) Well, it's not an uncommon idea. It's something that they've done historically. We'll get to it here in just a minute, but um, it's like the earth as we know it is pretty wild because, you know, we can only see like a section of it that appears flat to us, which is a huge concept challenge for a lot of people or whatever. But, like, you look up at the sky and it's infinite, and then you think back down to the ground, and that seems limitless as well. And they're just like, you're so small on this giant thing or whatever. Yeah, I think that we haven't even been to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and, like, so the way that the planet lines up is that there's four major layers to it that they that they talk about. Um, this is from USGS to, like, I've, I, like, looked a lot of places to, like, find out about this. There's the crust, which is where we live, which is the outer part. It's the candy shell on the nougat-centered <laughs> planet candy, all right? And that is, um, that's, the, the, the crust itself is thinner than the already, like, tiny layer that we have of atmosphere around the Earth. So, like, the from space, you can see, uh, allegedly, <laughs> just how little shell that we have on the planet keeping the oxygen and everything else inside of it. Then you have the crust, and that goes down a little bit, and you get to the mantle, and the top layer of mantle is solid still. Um, it's, it, like, as you, it transitions down further, it becomes, like, a, a magma, more, like, viscous, which means thick and sticky, I suppose. Shoutouts to Siege. Uh, this is separated. the kissing robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should get one for Siege. <laughs> yes. I just get texts all the time being like, you want to kiss? I'm like, no! <laughs> Leave me alone! Anyway. Um, he puts your kissing robot on a Roomba that follows you around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I just put peanut butter on it let my dog go to town on it. <laughs> Siege is like, wow, you've been extra into this lately. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. That's coming out. <laughs> okay, so there's these four recognized layers. There's the crust, there's the mantle, there's the outer core, and there's the inner core. Okay, then this research project comes around, and they start to figure out that there's actually another layer, which is the inner inner core, which is ridiculous, obviously. From Engadget, a team at Australian National University found evidence of a new fifth layer uh, to the planet. It's an iron-nickel alloy ball. Can you look up the word alloy for me, please? Yeah. It's in the inner core. Scientists found the hidden core by studying seismic waves that travel up to five times across the Earth's diameter. Previous studies only looked at a single bounce. And so when they started looking for it to come back, they realized something was affecting it and like, oh, crap, that could actually be like a solid piece of metal on the inside. How they actually know any of this blows my mind, but it's it's pretty sweet. It's, it's We sent all those uh, miners to uh, miners, M-I-N-E-R-S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not the children. <laughs> we sent all the children to the center of the earth to nuke it. Um, uh, an alloy is a substance that combines more than one metal uh, or mixes a metal with other non-metallic elements. So, so steel. 
steel is an alloy. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if it's yeah, if it's two different types of metals mixed together, then yes. Okay. Well, the um, certainly the people at the USGS who have dedicated their lives to lying to us about round Earth are back with knowledge of how seismic waves would travel through the planet, and they can deduce, I guess, what's possibly going on in there. And it's about how there's like different layers that like something will move through liquid differently than it moves through a solid. And so they can kind of figure <laughs> out by studying over and over. And it's kind of weird because you got to think that when the when these Turkish earthquakes start happening and stuff that they probably like are studying that despite the fact that, you know, tens of thousands of people die from it because they need to know what to look for for another time or whatever and to better understand it. Well, I mean, we're going to get to the point where I mean, to bring it back to to AI, right? Like we're going to get to the point where we're going to be able to feed so much data about how like the amplitude of an earthquake and um, how it affected other regions and kind of how those seismic, uh, those seismic waves went. And we have like, we have these uh, Richter scales set up around the world, right? That are measuring even the most uh, minute levels of, of activity on, uh, on the earth. Right. And so, like at some point, we're going to be able to feed all of this data into um, some artificial intelligence that's going to be able to say if an earthquake happens here, you know, like almost like butterfly effect in a way. Then yeah, yeah. on this side of the planet, this thing will happen, right? Like if so much yeah. data is gathered that it should be able to predict a lot of, or at least within within uh, within like a margin of error, right? Like yeah, because you understand say, like, where the where the f- fractures are in the earth and where the materials change and so you should be able to if you have enough data points you should be able to be like well it'll travel through this at this speed if it's this type of if it's a if it's a slow big shake that's right that's high up or if it's a or you know the like depth of the shake is a thing and so once we can like three-dimensionally imagine how the waves travel through stuff then yeah well and and like speak about like when there's an earthquake in one place they're always saying well there's a tsunami warning in effect for this place right like we're already trying to do our best at predicting how one event causes another and sometimes those tsunamis happen and sometimes they don't you know and like imagine getting to the point where like not only will it be tsunami they will be like 10 foot waves uh it will be a category this blah 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 and nothing to worry about right like you think about when mount st helens blew up uh in 1980 right Mm -hmm. um when that happened it was a surprise Right. Like there was a certain element of geologists who were able to say, like, yeah, it's been a lot more active. It will likely uh, it will likely erupt here soon Um, enough to the point where anybody who was on the mountain. Right. Like the one guy who decided to to stay on the mountain had enough warning that he could have left, but decided not to. Right. He wanted to be the guy uh, that got killed by the mountain. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to laugh, guy. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, dude. Your choice. the uh, the the reason I say that is because like I'm, I have two brothers that both live in Enumclaw, which is at the base of Mount Rainier, which Outside is of Seattle, yeah. one of the like largest and uh, most overdue to erupt uh, volcanoes on the planet. Yeah, it's and, like ten thousand years overdue, but yeah. it could go as many as a hundred thousand before right, it erupts, right. like that it, by our estimates. Well, and what's crazy about it is like I get like I get irrationally concerned about things like this about like volcanoes and earthquakes and things. And part of that was probably just growing up in Seattle. And in 2001, as a kid, like there was a big earthquake, right? And we were all like duck. I lived pretty far away from where the epicenter was. And I was looking outside of my window and it looked like the playground was jumping up and down, you know, where was it? Uh, It was, so it's the Nisqually quake. It happened close to uh, Olympia, the state's capital. 
Um, I know you know what the state's capital is. No, no, I know, but that's context. <laughs> um, so, so uh, the reason I say all that is because, like, now Mount Rainier and 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 uh, most you know active volcanoes, even the ones that are constantly kind of erupting or or slowly off gassing, kind of all of the time, is so monitored that like when there was a cloud over the mountain uh, that looked like it was steam rising from it, I remember that, and, yeah. and, a, and a reporter like a from a local station said, what is this? And like send everybody into a frenzy, including me, who's like texting my brother being like, Hey man, like any news down in Enumclaw about this? And he was like, no, that's, and then it turned out it was nothing. And like the USGS who has like a million monitors on the mountain was like, no, no, no. Like we, it's nothing like we would know. If it were, but everyone's like, my eyes say that there's fire. That's gas escaping. It's gonna blow. Why would they tell us? They've dedicated their whole careers to lying to us. Why would they tell us now? They want us to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, uh, they uh, they've also they've been spending all this time investing in crotch lasers. (laughs) So a volcano itself is a is a rupture in the crust of the Earth in this case that allows like lava to come up through the like I started to say there's crust and then there's the solid um, then there's the solid magma layer and then the liquid magma it ruptures and that can come up like a pocket from like a magma chamber below the surface can like come a big up old and, zit. yeah it's like a big old zit earth zit um, and that's what marine here looks like for sure man it's crazy but so like the like the those zones that happen, there's like we're we're at a place where like a, around the tectonic plates you see that happening, but there's some other places. There's a thing called the Moho, and okay. it's because no one can pronounce the guy's name. The Mohorovicic, Mohorovicic discontinuity, the boundary between the crust and the mantle. Um, it's discovered by this Cro- this Croatian seismologist, and like. He learned that there was like the the different types of seismic waves that would go through and how those um, and how those worked. In in places though, like in the uh, Macquarie Island, which is off of Tasmania, it's a meeting point of two huge oceanic plates. That's the Pacific and the Indo-Australian plate, and the island is made of material that's just pushed up from deep in the Earth's mantle. We get like this preview of what it looks like. It turns out all the mountains everywhere, I think all of them have a bit of this. Um, this type of mineral or this type of rock that comes up. It's called an um, ophiolite rock. It's formed at these places. It's like a green rock that you see there, which is pretty dope. Um, but one of the, the only active place where they can see it right now is there by Tasmania, where these plates come together. And so, like, all these plates shifting and all these things happening are all independent of the stuff. Well, not independent. It's all one big system. But, like, that's the stuff that we see, and we never really get a chance to understand what's going on deeper than that uh, to the point where geologists have been trying like um to get to that to the to the spot between the crust and the um and the magma the moho again they're trying to get there but you got to dig down like anywhere from five to uh 100 kilometers through like if you were trying to do it on everest or whatever you'd be digging a long time but if you do it at like our most shallow point that's not i guess you could even do it in the ocean um, and try and dig through that to try and figure out if they can get down to understand what that actually looks like. To me, it sounds like you do that and you just create a volcano, probably. If, <laughs> yeah, which... you uh, you create the Death Star. Like that's where the that's where all of the ions are coming together, and we're gonna just blow up the moon. <laughs> like a massive laser is gonna shoot out from the middle. No, it's like 
intergalactically and ends up in some other like planet like <laughs> yeah. a zillion light years away. Yeah. Oh man, that was the one that had life on it. <laughs> the, the long after we're gone, <laughs> just yeah. like that laser beam gets there and fries some aliens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, the way that so my wife is a really good baker, um, and she uh, likes to make things like banana bread. And uh, to me, it just seems like we just need to stick a toothpick in it and see how it comes out, see if it comes out wet or dry, and then we'll know what's on the inside of the planet. (laughs) So they started this. They've been trying to do it for more than 100 years now. And the Soviets actually um, got down like pretty far. I'm looking for it right now. Uh, Project Mahole did not get enough support. That was canceled by us. Um Sorry, I lost it. The Soviets were doing it. Oh, they reached a depth of 12,260 meters over 15 years. So that's what? That's like 12 kilometers deep. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is the world's deepest hole. But they abandoned the attempt in 1989. I'm guessing that there's like a hellscape of gas and fire pouring out of it. Maybe it's that place that's in like Kazakhstan or whatever it is. They call it like the... They call it like the... Devil's hole or the something. Devil's like that. hole or something like that. Which <laughs> devil's is butthole. Weirdly, what I call my kissing machine. <laughs> but that, like, we're fascinated by this idea of digging to China, you know, and to see what's down there or whatever, and and figure out what exactly is happening. That's how like, that's how little information we have, other than studying seismic stuff. There's no way to really be able to do it. Now, this is interesting that there is a metal ball in the center of the planet. It likely means it could likely be a source of the magnetosphere that is a layer around the earth that when the uh when the photons and the radiation from the sun hit us it keeps us safe from direct contact from the sun it keeps us from melting our faces off or getting the burning away the liquid water or whatever it's like a it's like a force field around the earth that keeps us um that keeps us safe from it i think it's also how the like there's elements of that is how the northern lights work um, is that as you're watching the particles pass through the magnetosphere, it like makes crazy interactions and you see that. Um, but they're trying to just, we're like, we have no idea how it is that we're able to maintain and keep this stuff attached to our planet. So they're just trying to figure out like, if we could detect that there's a solid core on a planet, on an exoplanet somewhere else, could that be the next place that we go investigate with a 5,000 year journey to get there? Yeah. Um, which I think is, pretty cool it's a lot smarter than just like shooting magnets out there to see what happens and if it see if it sticks giant earth-sized magnets and boing, which would be dope but yeah the uh the cola super deep borehole is the deepest uh let's see it is the uh it extends to a depth of seven and a half miles 12 kilometers making it the deepest artificial point on earth it took 20 years to to drill um <clears throat> with with drilling being halted in 1992 due to higher than expected temperatures and funding issues. <laughs> Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. So the thing that somebody's proposed now, back to what you said, is let's, let's get it with nougat, right? They want to take a tungsten sled. I guess tungsten is resistant to heat. I'm not actually sure about that, but that's what makes me think about that. They want to send that and put a bunch of radioactive particles in it. So that way it will bore through the earth and melt its way down. So it just, and to me, it sounds like the pressure from everything above would crush it at some point. Maybe that would help push it through or maybe shoot it back up and then we end up with a tungsten sled full of radiation. (laughs) Just shooting. Like we've created a, uh, not only did we uh, create a volcano, we created a nuclear volcano. (laughs) (laughs) And then of course, to try and solve it, we would nuke it or nuke it. (laughs) Yeah, we would nuke it. It's just like a, a, a massive Godzilla pops out. Yeah, so I like, mean, that's... At the center of the Earth, it was just a salamander. <laughs> but by the time it got to the top, it was angry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny about this um, This cola? is So do you say that because they're planning on doing it at that already um, created hole? Uh, I don't know that that's the case or not. I think it's just like a... I think it's just the concept. Yeah. That there's got to be a way that doesn't have to be through digging that maybe we could track it through without having to have that support that goes down with it. Maybe you could just send a thing with a sensor that somehow doesn't die that you could get data back as it yeah. went to the center of the earth. They, uh, uh, so this the reason I asked that is because this hole, it looks like they filled it. Um, it, but before they did, it literally looked like from the aerial views, it looked like they were. I got tired of guys like peeing into it. <laughs> it's Calvin. Like, could you stop? Like, no, I will it, not. It looked like uh, it's just a massive. Uh, it's just a, a massive porta potty. Uh, <laughs> but they, it looked like the way that they dug it out. It looks like the saucer from the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Russia creating it. So, uh, but but you know what's funny is that they've they've um, they've filled a lot of it in, uh, and just to cap it off, there's literally just like it looks like a well cover, like a or not like a well. It looks like a just a uh, like a manhole cover, <laughs> and on it in chalk, it looks like it says twelve two two six, which is like the depth that it is. But it just looks like a thing that you would. You'd be like, what's under there? Oh, probably poo. It's probably like a sewer hole, you know? But it's just like this well. It's just like, if you look at it, it's just the most non, um, 
like assuming piece of metal circle you know uh i'm looking at another another thing here it's deeper than the mariana trench this this borehole wow uh it would be funny to have peed in there though <laughs> i want to rank it on like terrible ways to die yeah, yeah. like slipping and falling into that gotta well, be pretty awful the hole's like really really small it's like less than i wonder what the what the um the whole size it's like uh oh not that not that how big i'm gonna just ask chat gpt how <laughs> wide is the cola super deep borehole borehole also sounds like the middle school way of telling somebody that they're boring <laughs> you're a borehole you're such a borehole it's it's nine inches wide i'm like figuring that out so it's not a foot across it's not even a foot across you could definitely get your head stuck in there though if you were trying to be weird yeah yeah yep it's put a kissing machine on top of that (laughs) (laughs) some cultures they you you use a hole in the ground as your um as your bathroom yeah i can i if people can't fall in i'm at it yeah no it's just i mean just like make it functional (laughs) yeah okay well i don't know i don't really think i understand any more about the earth after this and i think it takes like a geology degree to probably really figure it out but i'm fascinated that there's like a metal alloy ball and there's like a bb in the middle of the planet or whatever i I feel like that's just what i would have assumed yeah i always thought that there was a i always knew that there's nickel iron in the middle but i guess it i never realized that it was like a hardened yeah like lump or something like that. I don't know. And then, like, do the gas giants have that too? Is there any kind of corner gas giant, or is it all gases? Is it just or... a big gassy boy. Just a big old gassy boy with. A... Can you drill a hole in that? Is it easier? Or the atmosphere is way, 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 way deeper on these planets or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel good about learning anything today. Well, you know what I learned. <laughs> what did you learn? What that brings us around to? What did you learn today? <laughs> Actually, I learned that the cross section that you took of the Earth uh, looks like a slice of pizza, and it's very apt that the top is called the crust. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Like things that have crusts, which is best and worst? But uh, pizza, pie. Oh yeah, pie. I feel like pizza's probably up there. Bread. Yeah, bread crust. Oh, yeah. Like a like, homemade like, bread. Like, I don't know. White oh, bread yeah. crust is not, I can neither here nor there. But like a homemade bread, though. Yeah, with like some butter on that. Yeah. Oh, man. Question, what's the best movie about the earth and what's the best crust? Yeah, that's good. Chat uh, B- ask ChatGPT what the best crust. It'll, the- be, it'll say like, I, that's an opinion thing or whatever. List the different types of crusts. I did ask ChatGPT what the best movie about earth is. Yeah. <laughs> And it did say that uh, there are many great movies about the Earth, but one that stands out, which I'm like, why? Why? What did you learn about the Earth by watching this movie, ChatGPT? Which now I want to watch it to know what the AI knows. Uh, (laughs) It's called Home by Yann Arthas Bertrand. Uh, So I haven't seen this, uh, but it's a visually stunning documentary. It takes viewers on a breathtaking, breathtaking journey around the world, showcasing the natural beauty of our planet while also exploring the devastating impact of human activity on the environment, like digging big old poopholes. poopholes <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, the best crust is a matter of personal preference. It can vary depending on the type of food being served. For example, a pizza crust may be best when it's thin and crispy, while a pie crust may be best when it's flaky and buttery. It's funny that hey, the ask AI it to thinks, Ask it to list different crusts. Like, what are some crusts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name a what bunch of crusts. The best crust 
types what are what are don't types. don't don't do best because that it yeah, loses what are types it when of you have, crust. Yeah. It says uh, it did say some popular crusts include uh, uh, New York style pizza crust, deep dish pizza crust, graham cracker crust, uh, flaky pie crust. Now Oof. I've just asked it what are types of crust. Um, and it is, it's kind of hit all of the spots that we've talked about. So pastry crust, uh, which we didn't talk about, but pizza crust, bread crust, graham cracker crust, and cookie crust made with crushed cookie and butter. Cookie crusts are used for pies and other desserts. And now I'm hungry. I think the number one crust for me is the crust of earth because we kind of need it to live until we understand how to tame the lava monsters. Um, and then, yeah, I'm probably pizza crust after that. I love a pizza crust. I love a pizza crust. How come it's so chewy sometimes, though? I don't. I don't want it to be chewy. I think it's. It would be. Uh, you would actually really like this place in town uh, mm-hmm. where I live that has. Uh, they make all of their crust day of, uh, and the reason that you would like that is because it would be less chewy because there's been less time for the gluten bonds to form. Uh-huh. Yeah. in the crust and so the more time that you let your crust rise the more uh bonds that the gluten is able to make or it also sometimes depends on how many times you've either kneaded it or you've um stretched and folded and doing all that stuff to create more uh more of those bonds so you want to find a place that makes their crust the same day that you eat it okay uh well, cool. i learned that well, let's, let's, let's let's start that over again now okay. so we're at the end of learning about crust and the earth what did you learn this week uh i learned that my favorite crust might be nougat zealand (laughs) (laughs) did you learn anything this week i just learned that you want your crust made day of that's that's great yeah yeah anything else there yeah i learned that if there's ever a uh, catastrophic or apocalyptic uh problem facing the earth you just need a nougat nerd talk nerd talk talking about nerd talk yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah that yeah. sounds sweet i've learned that you've actually seen parts of uh this movie that i thought didn't exist the core yeah because it looks like the seattle monorail trying to go to the center of the earth and then like the shielding is gonna fail and they're all in trouble and then one guy's gotta fix it he probably dies or something like that he does, and then, yeah. Like, yeah yeah they have to Aaron jettison Eckhart. oh yeah How about, yeah it's like it's like your classic like I would say B plus movie uh, cast in it, like Aaron Eckhart, Hilary Swank, um, Bruce Greenwood. Uh, Swank's think- a winner. She's a she doesn't she have an Oscar? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think she does. Uh, uh, okay, I take all of this back because Stanley Tucci's in it. Yeah, look at that. Delroy Lindo. I don't know. I didn't know who he was before, but now he's like definitely one of those guys who you see in everything, but you don't know who he is. DJ Qualls was in it? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> he was in one of the road trip type movies or something okay. like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie called Road Trip? Yeah, but was it Road Trip that he was in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't recognize most of these people because I don't watch many films, but I do know that Hilary Swank, she... um. Yeah, I I, I should Oscar I should know Mike. more about about this guy because he looks like a one of those very serious actors that happened to be in this movie, um, but I'm just his name is Che Cario uh, or Checky Cario, um, French actor and musician of Turkish origin. Um, he oh, looks classy as hell! But to me, all I see is like 
Christoph villain. Waltz before Christoph Waltz was cool. Oh yeah, he looks like the villain. I, I remember him being in stuff, and I can't like he's like the bad guy in Sniper or something like that. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah. Like that type of guy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Bell and Sebastian, he is in that. Well, thanks for joining us for a very weird episode of Nerd Talk Plus, and um, talk to you next Tuesday at 10 or anytime. Uh, you can download it from the Odyssey app and have a lovely life. I think or, we just haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks, and we're just catching up on our like favorite crusts <laughs> and our favorite B-list movies. Yeah, that's right. Uh, also, sub- subscribe to Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast. We're going to do our season preview uh, this week sometime. <laughs> after the game started. After the match started. <laughs> Bye. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.